Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Fools in Love podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, we want to give you a special welcome. And to our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. Wow. And I mean, wow. The coronavirus, you guys. I mean, it came out of nowhere, didn't it? And even if you saw what was happening everywhere else in the world, I don't think any of us were prepared for this. And I don't know about y'all, but it has me feeling a little bit uneasy, a little down, And if I'm being extremely honest, a bit depressed. I mean, it just seems like I have no normal anymore. Yeah, the world has really been turned upside down on all of us. Small stressors are becoming bigger problems, and negativity just seems to be on the rise. I found myself feeling down lately watching all the coverage and just never knowing what to expect next. We never really know what country, what what state, what county will be the next to have new rules, new stipulations. And what will what they'll do next. And I'm sure most of y'all have been feeling the same way or experiencing the same feelings. And it's really made us kind of look and reflect and pull from past experiences and start to look at ways that we have remained calm, even in the middle of different crises we've had in our life. I know it may sound difficult to do right now with all the homeschooling, social distancing, and isolation, but we wanted to break it down for you and discuss steps you can take to stave off that anxiety and be able to approach each day with a sense of peace and happiness. Yeah, the first thing is just to understand and accept the situation. Now, I know when things come up and we start to get stressed, we can spend a lot of time pointing the finger or just going back to the past to things we or others should have done differently. Maybe something our politicians right now should be doing differently. We just always look at other people. And in these times, we try to deflect or ignore the problem, or even some of us pretend that it isn't even happening at all. The fact is that there are things you can control, and there are plenty of things that you can't control. So the trick is to really focus on what you can control. Take the coronavirus. You can control your attitude each and every single day, and you can take steps to prevent the spread. But you can't cure the virus. You you can't make the decisions our politicians have to in terms of our state or our country or as a whole, force others to stay home. Right. And like Megan was saying, we have to accept what we can and can't control. And once we do that, it can really help to anchor our thoughts and move us toward more positive action. Like I think about our marriage. There have been plenty of times where one of us has changed a behavior or maybe we wanted the other to change the behavior, but we can't actually change what other people are doing. We can only change the attitude we have And maybe we could go as far as modeling behavior, which we always encourage, for what you want to see in your partner. But I can't force Megan to do anything, and she can't force me to do anything. And if you get to a place where you have to do that, that's a whole different conversation for a whole whole different day. But it's really just approaching each day the way we want and the way we see and modeling that behavior for everyone else. And you'll be surprised at what a big difference that can make. Yeah, it can totally impact the way that you're 
spouse, your kids, the people around you, even though there aren't too many people around you right at this particular time, are able to handle and accept what's going on in the world. Yeah, and that leads us to our next point, which is just focusing on the positives. And again, I know this can be really difficult, especially right now and especially in any time where you're stressed or in a crisis, but it's better for you and for those around you to look for that silver lining. Don't focus on the things you can't do and instead focus on the things you've been wanting to do or now all of a sudden have a lot of infinite time to do. Yeah. And here's the big one, you guys. Look for ways to be grateful every single day. Start your day with a list of gratitude. Put what you're thankful for on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Tell it to your spouse in the morning. Find some way to be always on the lookout for things that are good. Yeah, like I really find people right now, just as an example, just grabbing onto technology. I mean, we've often taken technology for granted, at least I know I have. And there always seems to be like this stigma about it, like it's some kind of evil, right? Like technology is pulling us away from people. It's actually disconnecting us from reality and unplugging us from the people who are right in front of us. But right now, it's far from that. We're actually learning right now that we should lean on technology more than we ever have because that's the only way we can stay connected and actually stay sane. Yeah, we've been super thankful for things like Zoom and FaceTime and just our computers and being able to send Instagram messages. Anything that you can do to just feel connected, feel like you're not the only person in the only world and just the only person at home. I mean, it just matters that right now it feels good to be able to connect with others, even if it is virtually. Right. Like we legit had a, our first Zoom call with my entire family the other night. It was my brother's birthday and we decided to all jump on a Zoom call together. It's like, what? What? Our whole family was spread across the country and we're able to get on a Zoom call and chat. And that's something that would have never crossed our mind at any other time. But you know what? It was enjoyable. We were laughing. We had a lot of happiness going around. The negativity kind of washed away. And none of us were really thinking about being isolated in that moment. We were part of a like our whole little group. We were all part of a community just like laughing and enjoying the time together in ways that we never would have before. So that's why we're saying you got to focus on positives because I know it's so easy to look at negatives and let that weigh you down. But when you're in times of stress, don't grab onto that negativity and let it pull you down. You got to lift yourself up and it will in turn lift others up around you. Yeah, and one of the things that we've personally been really trying to remember the good parts about is just all the time we've had with our kids. We are always so busy in this season of life with young kids, and I know many of you are too, that it almost seems like you're just go, go, going all the time. And right now that's not possible. So right now we're choosing to enjoy it rather than feeling like, oh, we're stuck at home with our kids and it's horrible and miserable. We're actually trying to embrace it and just say, this is the time that we've been given to slow down. So let's slow down and use it. And just reframing those thoughts to focus on the positives has been really, really, really good for us as a family. Right. And just to be honest, I mean, I've looked out there, I've seen a lot of people and we're talking a lot about losing our freedoms and focusing a lot on the things we can't do. But like, we're not overall happy that we have to do this, but also you just got to look for ways to, to enjoy it. Like we've literally been going out on family runs every weekend. Like we hadn't taken a family run in a long time, but we've gone out and done that 
because we now have the time to do it. Like I've played more games and Barbies with my daughter than I think I ever have. And again, <laughs> it's focusing on the things that you can control. And the the one thing that you can control more than anything else is your attitude and how you approach each day. And another really important thing to do to stay calm in a time of crisis is to make sure you're taking good care of yourself. You know what self-care is. Self-care is just doing whatever it is for you that helps you stay grounded, that helps you stay calm, that helps you stay collected. Those are the things that you should be doing right now. In times of stress, many of us turn to unhealthy eating or unhealthy habits. We go back to the things that we know we shouldn't be doing. Maybe the alcohol turns up a little bit. Maybe other bad things come back into play that you haven't done in a while. And we're so anxious that all these things pop up. Or maybe for some people, you're so anxious that you just can't eat and you don't do the things that you know you should be doing. You stop drinking water. Either way, it's not what your body needs right now, even if it feels okay to be doing it. So you need to be taking care of your body when that crisis comes. Right. And really by doing that, you're setting yourself up for success and making sure by eating the right things, you're making your body feel right. Or by like prioritizing sleep, you're letting your body feel better. Now, I'm going to caution you here for a second and say that I see a lot of people are sleeping in or maybe staying in bed all day. And there is such thing as sleeping too much. Right now, you want to make sure you're getting your seven or eight hours of sleep and not staying up and binging Netflix all night or something along those lines because it can be really easy to fall into really bad habits, especially if you let boredom or low energy fall into place, which is why it's so important to practice self-care and make yourself feel really good because in these moments, like Meg said, those things, those small things, those stressors, those eating that unhealthy takeout, those, you know, not going to work out because, you know, you just feel like you can't be outside. Whatever, whatever rationalizations we come up with, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice because we often talk about self care. And most people, we've said it like a broken record. Most people think self care is selfish. But in times of crisis, you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Sure, that doesn't mean, and don't take it out of context, that like you don't need to take care of your family, that you don't need to be there for your partner, that you don't need to be there to help others. Because I would argue that now more than ever, since we're all dealing with the same crisis, it's the time for that. But don't forget about yourself because a lot of times you can fall into this thing where you want to be there for everyone else, but you're not taking care of yourself at all. And eventually that's going to catch up to you. And the more stressed you are and the more you're kind of leaning into those bad habits, the more strong effects you will feel on the other side. And I mean, here's the thing. You don't have to be perfect with this. It doesn't mean that you're going to just be the self-care queen or king all of a sudden. You're not going to like, you know, decide that you're never going to eat out again and you're going to be perfect in every single way and you're not going to sleep in on a Sunday or a Saturday. It's not what we're saying at all. Of course, you're going to need breaks. Of course, you're going to do things that you would otherwise enjoy. I mean, we've all gotten used to a many of us have gotten used to a lifestyle where we eat out a couple of times a week and that's fine. It doesn't mean like any of that. What it does mean is just making a good amount of wise choices that help you feel your best so that you can kind of just live up to this almost normal type of feeling. Right. And we talk about this a lot, but it's really just giving yourself grace. And that's what Meg's talking about there. I mean, like there's plenty of times where, you know, you're going to still eat out. And again, that might be a sense of normal for you that you can go out and do that. One of the things I've found recently that just has helped me a ton. And honestly, it always has is getting out and getting some fresh air, like 
think about and challenge yourself maybe to go on some short walks or just get in some exercise. And I know we all have like our own relationship with exercise, but I'm not talking about going out there and, you know, even sweating it out. I'm saying just go out there, get some sunshine, get some fresh air because we're all cooped up in our house right now. And I get we're preaching the social distancing and isolation, but you don't have to be three feet from another person and be talking in their face to be able to get outside. Like it is okay to be outside right now. And actually there's a lot of things that would state that being outside, being in the sun can really help lift your spirits. And so if you're finding yourself down, if you're finding yourself trapped, if you're feeling isolated, get outside for a short walk and give yourself some time to just get out there and think. And the last part of the self-care thing is just take time to rest. Take time to slow down, take time to do nothing, take time to recharge. If you like to read, read. If you like to take a bath, take a bath. Whatever resting looks like for you, do that too, because now is the perfect time. Now is the absolute best time that we're going to have, probably in the next several years, where we'll have the ability to just actually do what we always wish we could do, right? We're actually taking time to slow down, enjoy life, and get a few extra minutes of whatever rest is. That's right. And I would argue we might not have another time like this in our lifetime. And honestly, I <laughs> I can say I, I hope we don't because of all oh. the things that are going on. But Yeah, I don't mean like we're going to have another virus soon. I just meant like... <laughs> and now more than ever too is just figuring out things that need to be done and that have to be done. And I know that for me, like when I'm stressed, I don't really feel like doing anything at all. But the thing is when I don't do anything... It eventually leads me to more stress because all of a sudden I look back and I'm woefully behind on the things I was supposed to do and the things I was supposed to accomplish, which then leads to more stress, which then leads to more depression, which then brings me down the rabbit hole of where I don't want to be. So focusing on what needs to be done and prioritizing those things is important now more than ever. Yep. We're really big on to-do lists. We're really big on planning out our hours, our days, our week. And you can do the same thing. You can create your list of what needs to get done. Obviously, don't put 5,000 things on that list because then that's going to overwhelm you in itself and then you're not helping anything. But if you have some things that are a top priority that have to be done, that must be done, then put those at the top and then put a couple other things under it and just work from there. You don't have to put everything you've ever wanted to do in your life down on this list, but you do need to find a way to stay focused on the things that you have to do right now. Right. And, and write it down. Write it all down because right now there's a million things on your mind. And in times of any stress, you have a million things circling and cycling through your mind. But you want to write it down because you're more likely when you're stressed out to forget the millions of things that you wanted to do. And I would challenge all of you. I mean, if there were things that before this virus or before this crisis, if there were things that you had said, I don't have the time for, think about those things. What didn't you have the time for? Because now is the time. Like Meg said, we may never have another time like this in history to have the time to get into those things. So rather than posting those funny memes or gifts that we all like to post, maybe we could spend some time right now and focus on the things that really need to be done. Because I get we need to like lighten it up, but we also could spend this time, this valuable time to its fullest right now in this moment. Another thing that is really important is just finding things that remind you of normal. We can get so caught up in whatever the crisis that we're experiencing is, and it can just consume our thoughts. 
our world can revolve around the issues and problems that we have, and we sort of lose track of what our normal routine even is. Worst case, we decide we aren't going to do anything we need to do or feel like it's impossible to do anything in our normal routine. Right. So how do you find things that are normal? Because in a time of crisis, things are always far from normal. So what do we do? Well, you just really got to be on the lookout. You got to find things that remind you of your normal life. And don't focus again on what we've already said of what you can't do, but find things you can do. And I know it sounds simple, but doing the things you normally do will actually give you a sense of calm and it will build up, it'll build you back up and build up your mental stamina. It'll get you ready to take on the day. And and me and Meg were talking before this episode, but it's like when you're sick, like the times when you, you're sick or you have a cold or you have a flu or whatever's going on, you're in bed for days and days and days. And then somehow you decide, you know what, today I'm going to get that shower. I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to go out and just do something that I would normally do. And somehow that makes you feel so much better, doesn't it? I mean, I know you don't feel 100%, but it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, actually, that's a really good point because right now I feel like there are so many people on social media like talking about, you know, it's been like six days since they took a shower and a week since they washed their hair and, you know, they haven't had one minute to breathe or eat. And that just makes me so sad for them because honestly, you guys, like you need to take a moment to do the things that make you feel like a human being. You cannot go a week without taking a shower just because we're doing social distancing. Like you need to take your shower in the morning. You need to get ready for the day. You need to feel okay. You need to be able to have that 10 minutes in the shower to even like focus your life back. If you don't do any of those things, if you stop getting ready, if you stop putting makeup on, if you're a woman, like you're not going to feel good. You're not going to have the ability to even face what has to be done for the day. How are you going to show up for your for your family if you won't even show up to your shower? <laughs> Right. And we're talking in the sense of the the coronavirus, but this goes for any other time where you're stressed. Like I know we can fall into this pattern of not feeling like ourselves. And so we just don't want to do the things, but that's what we're talking about. Find the things that remind you. Like for me, I love my morning coffee every day. So I'm still getting up when my alarm goes off, I'm going out and I'm making that coffee and I'm looking for the small things that I can be grateful for that are normal in my routine. And then I try not to focus on all the other things. And I know for me, I've actually had to cut myself off from following the news and following the stories because like it was pulling me out of my normal. Like I would love to get up. I'd love to do my gratitude in the morning. I'd love to do my morning coffee. And instead, I found myself clicking on CNN or MSNBC or Fox News and finding what the latest thing was. And then like it set me up the rest of the day for feeling really bad. And I'm not saying don't be don't be aware and don't educate yourself on what's going on and don't keep yourself up to date, but be careful not to fall into a pattern where that's all you're focusing on. Because if that's not your normal, it's going to just pull you out of everything that you're used to and pull you out of your being. And I'm going to tell you that if you start to get ready, if you start to approach the day, like you're going to go out, even if you're not, and you get up and you do your morning routine, I promise you, you're going to have a better day. And again, in these moments, the other thing you can do is just to stop, you can breathe, and you can focus. Because it's easy to get flustered or panicked and be quick to make rash decisions on the fly. And trust me, I've been stressed and in, in different things throughout my whole life. And in those moments, I don't always make the best decisions. So now you need to stop, you need to focus, 
and you need to make the right decisions because now more than ever, when things are kind of all out of whack and things are going crazy, we can start to make things worse for ourselves by making the wrong decisions on what we need to be doing. Yeah, you can't let your panic take over and cause you to make just bad decisions all over the place. Even when it feels hard, just take those few moments just to think things through. Don't always go on your gut reaction because your gut right now is not right. In times of crisis, you're just totally emotional. You just are. So you can't let the emotions guide every single decision. Sometimes your head needs to be involved, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and the last thing and arguably the most important thing you could do is ask for help. Man, I know in times where I'm stressed or I'm feeling down, I often just want to isolate myself and I want to isolate my feelings if I'm being completely honest. I either find myself embarrassed on how I'm feeling or maybe I just don't want to burden someone else with my problems. But you got to understand that others may be or have been through the same things that you're going through right now and may be able to give you some advice that you can't see because you're living in the middle of it. Right. And I mean, obviously that doesn't apply right now, but we're talking in the general sense here that, you know, if something's going on in your life, there are almost certainly somebody who's been there, done that, and they can always help guide you and they can be a resource to you. So you should never be afraid to ask for help. Or like right now, maybe you've been laid off. Maybe there's some things going on in your life. Maybe you can't find toilet paper because everyone's stealing it. Those are the things that you can ask for help too. It doesn't have to be just like advice or you know, somebody to be there emotionally. Maybe you have a physical, like a real need and you should be able to ask for help from that too. In our time right now, we're all dealing with this new normal. And although we're learning new terms like social distancing, we don't have to isolate ourselves from the world. We can just ask those around us, even if they're not physically around us right now, we can ask for those people to show up in the way that we need them to. And Please don't feel guilty about that because we all need some help sometimes. And right now it's a crazy time where everybody could probably use a little bit of help. Right. So ask for help when you need it. And you actually might be surprised at the positive response you get. And also I want to come alongside this and just say that if you're in a place right now where you're feeling really good, maybe you're starting to institute some of these steps that we've already been talking about and you're in a good place. Remember that there's others out there that are struggling. So if you can lift someone up today, reach out to them. See and ways you can help. Get plugged into your community. Like we've said, just because you're isolated and you can't leave your house, there's so many things you can do for someone else without having direct face-to-face interaction with them. So be aware of the needs of others around you because things like that help us lift up this world, especially when the world is all struggling and seems to be falling into this negative cycle. In times of crisis, Ask for help when you need it, but be willing to help others when they're there as well. And maybe it doesn't have to do with the coronavirus. Maybe it just has to do with life. Maybe it just has to do with things that you were struggling with in the past, which now you see others are struggling with, and you can be a lifeline for them. You can be an anchor for them and a support system. So always be aware of that. Be aware of the needs of others because being in a crisis is hard and it's challenging to deal with stress. It's challenging to deal with the anxiety of this moment. And a lot of times when I'm in these moments, I find myself not really knowing where to turn. But we know that if you are able to implement some of these steps that we've talked about today, you'll find yourself in a way happier place, a way healthier place. So we challenge you today to get out there and just find some happiness. Find ways that you can help others. Find ways that you can interact even if we're isolated. 
Find ways that you can support others and lift each other up. Get outside. Get some fresh air. Get some sunshine. These are all things you can do. And as always, if you ever need help, if you ever need someone to talk to, we're here. Feel free to DM us. You know where to find us. We'd be happy to help you and take care of yourselves out there. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love Podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 